What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of It's Whatever with the Bishop. Magic Moments with the Mosleys present. I am your host, Bishop Bang, and I got my co-host, funny man, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yep. And we are in the building on February 1st. It's yeah, February. got the hell through January. <laughs> right? Yeah. We have a guest today, right? And you know we do our thing. Uh, we, we investigate people. And I don't know why we just keep getting these guests that we can't find. Is the second one, one this year? Yeah, Is this year this year? Yeah. yeah, we couldn't find none. He's not a social media guy at all. So, and this one, she is kind of. Right. Believes no paper trail. Woman, she needs no trail. <laughs> no trail. All no work. Trail. I'm not giving up no tape. Yeah, wrong with so that. I, no. I appreciate it. But I do know. Okay, you're a Susquehanna graduate. Absolutely. In 1998. I'm, I'm what I like to call a, a mixed breed. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, I graduated from the Hannah. Graduated from Township High School, but I'm born and raised in the Berg. I okay. went to the Berg all the way up until eighth grade. The last three months is when I started at the hand. Okay. So, all right. so I'm like Harrisburg. But your family got most about the hood? unknown. Family got about the hood. We have one foot things? in the hood, one foot in the hand. Yeah. Okay. So it's like people see me, like, I know her, but I don't know her. You're right, right cause you don't. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how I am. So yeah, I went to the Berg for a long time. Okay. Like, all through school yeah. up until, you know what I mean, eighth grade, situation happened and okay. moved to the hand. And um, you have a son, Jalen. Jalen is my yeah. bae. Yes, you have Jalen. Yes. Grappling young man. How old is he? 16? He is 17, man. 17. Damn. We get old, bro. <laughs> we! Y'all oh. just getting started. Yeah. Um, I, I feel it, though. <laughs> you are the founder and the, what would I want to call it, host? Yeah. Of definitely. Minority Report. Absolutely. 717. Yes. Black business. Yes. She is a pillar for black people. Yes. Right on. And the whole essence. The whole the whole and black excellence. Yes. I'm with it. Yes. That's my thing. You've had a, you've had some people in the minority report who were guests on this show. I've had people yeah, for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had, I had a couple. Yeah. 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 So, Miss Lachelle Smith. Yes. How you doing? Good. This is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to learn some things I didn't know. I know, right? Because we, we go back. Yeah. I'm just time. here. I'm just <laughs> here, so I don't get fired. To, to Macedonia. <laughs> Macedonia, Macedonia Baptist Church. Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church. Yeah. That's where we okay. met. Okay. Listen, do y'all remember? I, was, I grew up in Greater Zion. Do you remember when Macedonia and Greater Zion and Goodwin got together and used to sing? All the time. We used to have a massive choir. It was crazy. Yeah, it was little. Was I ain't want to be here, so I ain't know what was going on. Yeah. They, they, they hooked up all the teen choirs. Y'all did have a big school. We did. It yeah. was crazy. Miss Diane was, was your choir director, right? Yes. See, look at you. You love know, stuff I I was a little kid, but I, I looked forward to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a thing. I just remember the cookies and orange juice. Oh, in the man. Basement. In the basement. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's all I remember. And now he's the bishop. Yeah, my uncle the was, bishop. A, was, a, was a deacon. Right. That's all I remember. Yeah, my dad was a deacon. So, yeah. you know. here we, here, and here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> so, we're going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, like I said I'm, I'm born and raised here in the Berg. Um, this is this is home for me, you know, okay. for, for, for now. I have no idea where God's going to place me, but this is home. I, I love being from Harrisburg, I think. Harrisburg is a very unique place, okay. um, being where we're situated. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like being between, like it's driving distance to everything. Okay. So I think it's a very like safe place in comparison to other places. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, very family oriented type of right, city. Right, right. But if you're looking for that fast life or an excite excitement or culture, or anything, right. you know what I'm saying? It's like three hour drive to New right. York, right. like hour forty five from. So what you're saying? This ain't it. If you're looking for that. 
spent. You know what I'm saying? It, it this this is it if you're trying to live. Okay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If you trying to cost live. Cost of living type of deal. Right. Cost yeah. of living. Like if you trying to live and, mm -hmm. and like make your money stretch, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is the spot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody trying to park in New York every day. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if you want to go to Manhattan spend, for the weekend. Or spend $2,000 for a two bedroom. Right. Or one. <laughs> or 1800 yeah. for one bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Or a closet. Yeah. yeah. A box. Yeah. 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 It's a box. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Brooklyn, they be gentrifying them. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But you know what I mean? Here. Philly, New York, Baltimore, and you go the opposite direction, going to Philly, you know, I'm mean, going to Pittsburgh. I mean, it's a very, you know, I mean, like unique place. But what I also noticed about Harrisburg, and this is how I came to start doing my blog, is Harrisburg, when it comes to the black population, right. it's more of us than anybody else in, in the burg. Right. We don't run nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like we we don't have like a whole lot of black-owned businesses here. Um, our city council is starting to get more quote-unquote inclusive and, and diverse but we don't make a lot of decisions okay. here um as far as okay. like our economy um our school districts like that kind of right. stuff the things that impact us that we pay for every day okay um i at one point was an advocate for self-sufficiency you know i actually um, trained in a program through dolphin county uh, it was called getting ahead in a 16-week program and we take individuals who want to become self-sufficient okay. and we actually um, facilitate we don't teach them okay. we basically facilitate this conversation and we lead the conversation into them examining their lifestyle and their spending habits and also the, the uh, local economy in the community and our legislators and how our money is spent okay. um, and through that you know what I mean I really realized that we are just so far behind economically mm. And just through the conversation, then it started me to reading certain books, you okay. know what I mean, about like Poweronomics, Dr. Claude, okay. you know, Anderson, and different different books about just the economy period and how it, affect, how it affects black America. And at the end of the day, everything out here costs. Right. And we collectively are never going to be in control of anything because we don't have the money to finance anything. Okay. We can't finance you know, political campaigns, okay. and we need political leaders right. who are, you know, what I mean, creating laws or okay. administering current okay. laws that don't put us behind. Okay. As far as like lending. I should have brought a fucking head in <laughs> Go ahead. You know what I mean? Like as, as far as like like mortgage rates, car loan rates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those yeah. kind of things. Like they, there are literally laws in place that keep people with like with melanin in their skin from mm. advancing. They charge mm. us extra for everything. Mm. That doesn't change unless we have legislators okay. who are in place to change those laws who have our best interests at heart. Right, right. The problem is, even within politics and even within, you know what I mean, corporate America, it's like the, the higher you go and the further you get away from those who are in poverty, the more you feel as though that you're removed from the movement or you're removed mm -hmm. from the struggle. Mm -hmm. So then you find yourself, you find yourself saying, well, I ain't struggling. Okay. You know right, what I mean? You right. start making, you start... You know, I mean, you start making deals with with individuals in higher places that okay. benefit you that don't necessarily benefit everybody yeah, else. Yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean, it's just like with a company. A lot of companies, especially um, publicly traded companies, they make their interests. I mean, they make their decisions on the best interest of their shareholders, not their employees, right. or not even the end user. Right. You know, what I mean, they'll put out a product knowing it ain't safe. So can I? Uh, <laughs> ask you a question. So is yeah, it, is ahead, it true to say um, you're only? So even though being black, you're only still as strong as your community. 
Absolutely. Like it still it still takes a village. Right, even if you're removed from it. Even if you even if you're removed from it. Because what you fail to realize, like, those same people you pass on your way up, oh you gonna see them when, when they come down. Just like when we look at our celebrities. You know what I'm saying? When they live in a good life, they ain't they not thinking about the hood. Right, right. But it's then when they make a mistake, when they fall, they make a moral failure. That's when they come back and they like they want all they want the whole hood or to they support them. They got jerked in their contract. Then then, it, then it's then it's all black excellence. We need the hood. We I need black people to support me, bro. You was not thinking about us right. when you was over there right. kissing Will Ferrell in the mouth on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now, now you on Netflix or you know what I mean, whatever documentary, PBS, wherever. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Now you want us to all rally behind you, bro. Okay. Beat it. I'm not. I'm not that one. See, oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know yeah. if y'all really. Yeah. You're ready for me? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure how far y'all <laughs> well, wanted me to take no. it. Go wherever you go. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about a lot of the stuff like. Granted, I don't. I didn't really increase my income, but when I moved out the, I live out uh, near Walmart, mm-hmm. and I had moved off of Swatair Street. I don't want to use the word guilt, but when I left the inner city, oh, yeah. knowing what everybody's going through, and I finally got my okay. little peace of mind out here, it's this thing that that hovered over me oh, like. Uh, and did then, I sell out? Yeah, two of my sons like are still like in the hood with the, with their mom. I'm like, oh, like mm-hmm. but the goal is for me to, like reach back. I don't. But go ahead, keep going. But I feel like what you're. Everybody who makes it, mm-hmm. we just gonna use that as a blanket mm-hmm. description. You know, anyone who makes it, you know, what I'm saying, you do feel a, a certain level of I should give back. In what way can I give back? And it don't matter what you do; it's not never gonna be enough. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I mean, it's just not. Our needs are too are too many. Okay. We're too fractured. Um, just as a people, you know what I'm saying. But the your con, we're just how you settle your conscience. You sell your conscience by doing the best you can with what you have where you are. My thing is poverty and supporting black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's my that's my lane. Mm-hmm. Whatever your lane is, if your lane is midget football, run that lane. You right. know, if your if your lane is cutting hair and it's like okay, at, on this day at this hour, I get free haircuts. If that's all you can do, you do that thing in the spirit of excellence. You a part in a in a. In a and then your part and my part and your part. Then it all, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, it all is all beneficial to everybody. Because I know I can't do everything. I don't, I don't know how to give people CPR. I don't give, you know what I'm saying? I don't give blood. Right. I don't run a food bank. But this thing right here, advocating for black-owned businesses, right. that's my lane, right? So I really push for us really circulating our black dollar. Going back to, you know, just corporate America and politics. Because I've worked in politics. So I know where those donation dollars go, where those campaign dollars go, and they're going Not back. Always to. They're going. They're going back mm-hmm. to fund legislation that says cops don't need body armor, you know, or they don't need they don't need uh, cameras, dash cams, body cams, right. none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they know their agenda. Because they know their agenda. They know their agenda. They they already have an agenda. Right. They just need the money to fund right. it. Right. Gotcha. Same thing we need. Not only do we need an agenda and we need money to fund the agenda, we need basic stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We need streets that don't have potholes. We yeah. need kids that, that can get free lunch and free breakfast. Because that, that was the right. thing this that week. That was just this week. You know what I'm saying? You got, a, you got a school district right now that's not giving free nothing. Right. And for a lot of kids, because I volunteered at the Boys and only Girls Club. Of the day. That's their only meal of the day. My mom, she's been working for the school district since the since the old, old middle school, the mm-hmm. old road, Scott. And she told me... Um, 
Now, now they shut the school down for no reason now. But Crazy. when we were growing up, like weather could drop an inch and they're shutting down. But when we were growing up, remember like Harrisburg would never shut school down? My right. mom said that's because that might have been that child's only, only meal of the day. Absolutely. That's why we had to go to school when every other school shut down. They yeah. got to feed them kids. Right. It's sad. It's crazy. I'm getting real comfortable. I took my earrings oh, off yeah, and everything. Not, um, yeah, like, it's a season for everything. And in one season of my life, I was, um, you know, volunteering at the, at the Boys and Girls Club. And it was crazy to see, you know, little kids, I'm talking like five, six years old, dragging home cardboard boxes of food. You know what I mean? That they were getting from the Boys and Girls Club. Or just coming there for the day and doing activities and participating in different events and things and whatever meal that they had. That was their only meal of the day. Like, we need, there's basic things that, that we need. Um, and, like, a lot of our, our black-owned businesses are still small. They're still mom and, on mom-and-pop levels. Right. They're not they're not successful and they're not scaling to the point where they're able to create jobs. But if we support them, they can. Right. You know? Um, and they have the ability. They have the ability to to give back if we support them. But it has to become a lifestyle. It definitely has to become a lifestyle. It definitely has to become a habit. It, so it's, it ain't that we don't have the money to support them. Oh no, we definitely got the chips is there. The coins are the yeah. coins are there. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? I can look at somebody and be like, this dude got on four hundred dollars worth of clothes, yeah. head to toe. Yeah. And, but again, it goes. You know what I mean? It goes back to these other corporations that fund things that are not in our best interest okay. and they'll they'll disguise it because if you're not really following them if you're not reading their corporate prospectus and stuff like if you don't know where yeah. your finances are going yeah. then you don't know that they don't have you know any black attorneys they don't right. have any black account accountants they don't make any deposits into black owned businesses right. but they quit and be like oh but we built y'all a baseball field or we built y'all a football field, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or we right. donated helmets, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that kind of stuff. And it's just like, okay, yeah, if yeah. on the surface, it's, yeah. and if you're it's not good really for pictures, paying attention, optics, you feel like it's they call it optics is good for photos, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, okay, we let's just take it there. All right, so you're looking at the the relationship between Cap, Nick, and Nike. Nike, I wouldn't say Nike is like pro black or they care about black yeah. issues. Yeah. This not only is it good optics, Nike wants to be on the right side of history. Right. So regardless of what, what you feel about him, was he a good athlete before all this happened? Was he, you know what I mean, is he worth being on the team or any of that? When it comes down to this lawsuit, he won. Right. That's his story. So you know, yeah. Nike yeah. want to be on the right side of history. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and all this social activism, it's money in that too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the popular social activists I'm saying they're funded by certain, you know, I mean, special interest groups and stuff like that. It like the money out here is crazy. Right, right. The money out here is crazy. So it's like if you got it, be mindful of it. You know, what I mean, I'm 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 not gonna sit here and, and chastise you because you wear polo or you wearing right. this or you wearing that or whatever. But it's not hard to support a black owned business. It's not nearly as hard as one would think it is. Right. It has to be a habit. You know what I mean? Your your first instinct when you run out of dishwasher detergent is to run to Walmart. Or, that's your first right. instinct. But if you plan, like if you plan ahead, these these are the products I know I can get from black owned businesses. Right. And on average, I use this and much There's a black owned business that sells dish detergent and laundry detergent it's right? like seven or eight right? of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? you can follow me on youtube i actually okay. did I actually did a review i did a comparison of six different black owned businesses that sell laundry detergent I, I literally went to a local laundromat 
I took just plain fabric, pour barbecue sauce on them, put like tore them into different sheets, you know what I mean, through the sheets in different brush machines, and I tested each one, like side by side comparison. And it's on my YouTube channel, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's businesses out here that have your basic everyday needs. There's black owned business, the black owned business that uh, sells condoms. And I'm not saying like, it's, it's a black owned business selling Trojans. No, this is a black owned business who's manufacturing their own condoms, dish detergent, uh, batteries, uh, 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 What's some things called? Clippers, yeah. Um, yeah. disposable um, blades. It's all kinds of desire for your your everyday needs. Cause I think we kind of get caught up in hair, jewelry, clothes, and it's just like, okay, if a black owned business sells clothes and I, and I don't like that style, I'm not gonna buy it. I can't. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna argue with you about yeah, that. Preference. Because you have a preference, I'm not gonna argue with you about that. But if you if you plan ahead and say, okay every two months I run out of paper towel. It's a, paper, it's a company out here, black owned business that sells paper towel. So I know I can order it ahead of time. You see what I'm saying? Right. I, see, I actually did a, a review of a business that's not 100% black owned, but they have a black partner. Mm -hmm. And the company's called um, Real Paper. It's toilet paper made out of bamboo. Okay. I mean, it's, it's totally it's legit. It's nice. I mean, actually, it's it's like three ply toilet paper. It ain't oh, thin. You know what I'm saying? It's not thin. I mean, it's legit. Um, but yeah, you can go to their website and you can actually schedule it in advance. Like you can order it in advance, and they'll just ship it directly to your house. You know what I mean? It's businesses that are operating on that level. That's another like misconception. Like we we undervalue our black owned businesses, and we think we can get it from them in bulk too. And you can get it from them in bulk. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And businesses and there, some businesses have taken a route where, you know what I mean, I, I don't want to do the, this household. I mean, I'm looking for contracts, right. contracts with schools, universities, right. government right. contracts, right. stuff like that. I mean, that's another route to go <clears throat> to, but you're like, you're ever, like toothpaste, mouthwash, you know what I mean? Yeah. Face cream, grooming products, like all that kind of stuff. It's black owned businesses out there, quite a few. There's a lot of competition out there, especially mm -hmm. like in like the, uh, Bath and body industry, in the the beauty industry, you know, it's a lot. It's a so lot who, of who's out more there. hip to this stuff? Like your, your is it your bigger cities or your southern states and cities who have more of a black population? This is this is the thing, and this is why I, I love doing what I do in Harrisburg because it isn't a lot of black owned businesses. I feel as though that I'm the type of person that reflects those communities that don't have black owned businesses. Okay. So like if you're in Philly or you're in Atlanta. You're, you're in Chicago, stuff, right? you're in Detroit, you want to know because there's black people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Successful. Successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think you're hip. But if you live in West by God, East by Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of feel like ain't no black owned businesses out here. So, you're not going to make me feel bad for going to Walmart or going to Target. And I'm like, sis, bruh, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. What I am trying to do is put you on a game and say, you know what I mean, you're not alone in feeling like I live in a community that doesn't necessarily reflect me, even though I see people like me, right. you know what I mean, at work and passing right. in school, right. but not necessarily in business. Right. I'm saying, I I'm trying to make it easier for you. Okay. I'm trying to make buying black simple for okay. you. So if you're following me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, you know, and if you subscribe to my newsletter, I'm trying to make it easy You're for connecting you. Connecting dots. I'm trying to connect dots. But then I also, you know, what I mean, I share business tips with people. You know, what I mean, like we we have publications that have been in business for years, like Black Enterprise, 
essence you know what i mean so i try to share like news one like i try to share that information as well because if you're not following them then you're not going to be in a no like right. if you only follow on gucci main well right. then yeah. that's why you know that's why you don't know where you can find black on toothpaste you know what i mean like right. Right. you kind of got to broaden your reach you know what i mean I, like earlier like last week i put a post on facebook and i said you know if you start searching for black owned businesses like in google like you google search black owned business or on facebook or whatever social media platforms you're using you'll start to see more black owned businesses populate your your news feed yeah. because and that's the one like plus side of the feds like following us on okay. everything you know like if we have if me and you have a conversation right now about i don't want to say super bowl super bowl is tomorrow but if we have a, a conversation about crystal water by the time we done with this and it's I go look at my phone again, it's going to pop up on your news right, feed. Right, so right. if you know, I mean, you start having more conversations about black owned businesses, if you start doing more Google searches, searching on Instagram, hashtags, like use your hashtag, hashtag black owned business on Twitter, on whatever social media feed that you know, I mean, you choose to, to use, you'll start to see those things start to populate. Mm, okay. So the information will come to you. You don't, okay. you know, I mean, you don't have to go out there and spend hours and hours and hours trying to find toothpaste. Yeah. Cause I'm here, got you. Yeah. That's my thing. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See. 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 No. So. So how? So. So. Okay. Did you like study communications journalism? Like, what did you study to get you into some of this stuff? Or? I did. Um, I have a bachelor's degree from Elizabethtown College. Mm -hmm. Did not go to a HBCU. Lord Jesus. Cause that that's like a cult. Almost to me, in my personal opinion, it's just like you ain't go to the HBCU. I like people want like they don't want to deal with you if you ain't go to HBCU. I'm like, excuse me, hello. Um, but yeah, I went to Elizabethtown College and um, I got my bachelor's degree in corporate communications, which is like a hybrid at the time. Um, it's like journalism, social media, graphic design, um, public relations. It's all of that. Like it was all of that coursework study in in one program. So with all this social media stuff and all this blog and all this hit the fan, you were already. I was, I was already aware of it, but I wasn't really interested in it gotcha. to that degree. But it was just like this fire just lit in me. Like I'm really tired, especially when I was working in politics. When I was working um, in legislation, um, when I started working in politics, and I really was like in the thick of thin things, and I saw the things that were getting money. Okay. You know what I mean? I worked for a lobbying firm. Um, and a lobbying firm, basically, you, you pay them to connect you with politicians. They're like middlemen, basically. Okay. Um, and if you have an agenda and you're trying to push it, whether it's, you know, I feel like my community needs, you know, more fire trucks. Or I feel like my neighborhood needs a stop sign. Or even to the point where you're like a, a corporation is like, I want a tax break. I need to get next to this legislator so that I can get it. That's what, ba that's what they basically do. And when I started to see... Um, these people out here getting this money. I was like, why are we not? Why, why, why are we not getting this? So I started doing my research, and I did find that there are some um, super PAC um, political action committees, which is basically just random people who get together. Like, we have a special interest. We're going to pull our funds and buy that politician over there. Okay. Yeah, it is some out there that exists. When I seen it, I was like, it's not a lot of black PACs. It's not a lot of black super PACs. It's, okay. it, it's just not. But it's just like, well, it's not because we don't got the money like that. You know what I mean? Like, I had another guest on my platform. He teaches people how to create investment clubs. And it's like, um, I think he's, I think he charges something like $500. Mm -hmm. 
you know what I mean, to help you incorporate, get your paperwork and stuff like that. And it's like, ah, he really talked about, you know what I mean, just the, the, the power in numbers, you know what I mean? The more of us that, you know what I mean, pull our resources together, the more we, we can accomplish. He's been in his um, investment club for like 15 years and they have stopped. And all the things that we see, stock prices going up and up and up. It's like, dang, I, at this point, I ain't never going to get Amazon stock. Like, it might have been, if I couldn't afford it at 1500 last month, it's on its way to 2000 now, you know. But if we pull our resources together, we'll all have a nice payout and be able to retire on the beach together. Right, right, right. Same, we can do the same thing politically. You know what I mean? We can pull our resources together um, and get these politicians to really, truly advocate for us. Like, right now, what I'm seeing, this whole thing, with day president, I'm not claiming that dude. Well, they president, they done got to the point where like, we don't need no jury. We don't need no evidence. We don't need nothing. <laughs> like, oh, like, wow, that's what y'all do? Yeah. But who's going to be, who in November is voting them people out? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if we don't do anything, all we got is all we ever going to have. I think a lot of people still get misconstrued that um, the real election isn't the presidential one. It's the senators and the it House is. of Representatives. It is. But... The, they propped the president up, though. You see what I'm saying? And this is the dude who's representing us internationally. Okay, got you, got you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yes, our local elections matter. They matter on a on an individual basis. We're talking about our tax dollars and, you know what I mean, having access to health care and whether or not the hospital was five minutes away or 15 minutes away, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that absolutely matters. But this dude is out here creating wars. I got a 17-year-old. My baby's in 11th grade. He get ready to be a senior next year. And this time last year, I didn't have a problem if my son told me, Mom, I think I want to go to the Navy. I, wanna, I, think, I, want, I think I want to go to the Air Force. I didn't have a problem with that because I'm looking at dollars. Yeah, everything's chill, too. You know what I'm saying? Everything is chill. You know what I mean? I'm looking at, you know what I mean, stability. Like, okay, if you have a career in the military, these are kind of beneficial. Get woo woo. And my son wants to do welding. You know? So I'm like, okay, that that would be yeah, a really yeah, good yeah, career yeah, field yeah, for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you want to do There's a lot of stuff in welding. welding. Right. Yes, there's, yeah. It's a lot of money in welding. And. My kid being my kid, he want to do like underwater welding. I need, I <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, so now I'm on, you know what I mean? I'm clearly doing my mom thing, doing my research, whatever. And I'm like, dang, he got to go to the Gulf of Mexico or he got to go to Alaska somewhere or something like that. So I, at the time, I didn't have a problem with my kid going into the military. But now, ain't no way I'm sacrificing Until my Until January 2nd. Right, ain't no way I'm <laughs> sacrificing my kid. So them politicians can continue to sit back and get rich. And continue to, to vote in their own best interest. I'm not sacrificing my kid for y'all. Right. Absolutely not. Guess what, bro? We gonna start our own welding company. Yeah, we gonna figure something else out. Yeah. We gonna do. Yeah. We gonna do yeah. something. We gonna start. Our, we definitely gonna start our own thing. You get all the certifications, everything you right. need. I got the rest. Don't right. worry about right. it. Get some experience with the union. Get your right. chops. Get your chops up, and then boom. <laughs> and we're and we're done. Cause yeah, we'll figure it out. All this other, we not finna do all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not doing that. But that's where I'm at with it. Like at this point, when I've when I've seen, I don't want to say corruption, because it's not, because technically it's all legal. Yep, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, all, it's all legal, but that's how the laws are set up. They they designed it in a way where they can't lose. Right, right, and it's been like that since they And it's created. been like that since yeah, they Constitution. <laughs> it's been like that from the beginning, so now it's like, okay, how do we play the game and win the same way they win it? Because the moment they start Is to it see, possible? That's the thing. It's just like in football, like they start seeing us advance, they switch the rules up. Right, right. Yeah. And that's Can't and that's the quarterback. <laughs> right. All the all the rules that they start yeah. making up. So then that's that's why it's so important to have legislators that are already there to say, nah, bruh, 
we not we not finna switch the rules up now because people who look like me are winning. Right. You know what I mean? Same thing like for example, medical marijuana. You know what I'm saying? I'm noticing in cities like Detroit, like Baltimore, um, definitely out west coast. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It it's it's a lot easier for people of color to it's a lot easier for people, period. To you know what I mean, get licensing. To grow. To just to or just smoke. To grow, to manufacture, to yeah. package, yeah. to distribute, all of that. It's a lot easier. In PA, to get the license, you, first of all, the license is like 10000 You know what I'm saying? And you got to have like 50000 in escrow. You know why they set them numbers that high? So that people like me and you can't yeah. get in. Yeah, yeah. And then, you, then that's when you start seeing companies from other states, Florida, Texas. And they, and they probably make it to where you can't go get the license somewhere. They treat it like oh, liquor licenses. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't, treat, like you can't go license. get it somewhere else. How, you can't go get it somewhere else, but other states can come here, though. Right. So then you got people, like I said, from Florida, from Texas, from other states, they making money hand over fist. Right. Because they already got their, and that makes it attractive to get a license here. Because you can say, I have licensing in this state, this state, in this state. It's, cra- it's crazy. They The rules are definitely set up so that they win. But it, there's still a level of it's, it's it's access. That's what it comes down to, having access. Do you think a lot of stuff you're talking about when it comes to PA is because we're also a commonwealth? Hell yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Some people it's, don't realize that. They don't realize that, granted, we are a state, but we're not a state. We're a freaking commonwealth. Like, we're, it's like the wild, wild west here. Mm-hmm. We, we play do by a different set of rules, right? It's, it's literally like the wild, wild west. We set up our own rules. Like, mm-hmm. being a commonwealth, in layman's terms, is just like saying... Yeah, we want Fed money because we want block yeah, grants right. and we want this and we want that, but we not finna follow none of y'all rules. Right. <laughs> like it's so yeah. gangster it's here. A lot of com- not a lot of Commonwealth states, but it's a handful. It's a handful of Commonwealth states, but you know what I mean. Like it has to like, make their own laws too. Make their own laws. <laughs> make, make their own laws. Make their own rules. Like it's it's crazy, but I mean it's it's not crazy if you are willing to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you're if you're willing to play the game and take the chances, and take the chances, then you can come out. But again, like I said, when you when you start winning, and you start distancing distancing yourself from the struggle, distancing yourself from the movement, then it's like, bro, we was betting on you too with our votes, with our dollars, with you know what I mean, our campaigning, whether we was going door to door or or answering phones for you, right? And you sold us out. Mm. That's the risk that you take. You know what I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough game, but I personally think it's worth it because the system's not going nowhere unless we have a handful of people who's willing to burn this thing down and yeah. start all over. Yeah, like that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm to that point. Okay. Like burn this down. We can start all over again because if you really really sit down and think about it, everything that's quote unquote innovative that we have right now that came from us. Right. These white people can't survive without us. Right. They just can't because they ain't invent nothing. Right. Like you can't. You're not gonna say like that's one word. I hate. I hate to hear like supremacy, white supreme. Where are they supreme or superior at? Ain't no. You not. I'm not even referring to you as supreme or superior when it was my people that teach you how to wash your ass. I'm not doing that. You don't know how to season your food. Y'all ain't even have enough common sense to know y'all ain't supposed yeah, to lay with y'all animals. animals. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all the ones out here creating plagues and sicknesses and viruses and everything people. else yeah. for yeah, your, own yeah, people. Kill your own people. They will. They will definitely do that. You see that, you know what I mean, just in healthcare, you see that in, in their voting patterns. They will kill their own people 
they don't care. For them, it's not like a black or white thing. It's, it's, it's a class it's thing. It's a power yeah, it's thing. A power it's very thing. much. It's a very yeah. much a power it's thing. Power it's very thing. much a, a class type system. Yeah. And for them, the white people who are poor are just as bad as black people. Yeah, them, Trump yeah, don't yeah. fuck with them either. He don't. <laughs> right. He don't. But he speak. But he speaks to their insecurity. Yeah. The the blue the white blue collar workers. I mean, just if we look at take police. For example, mm -hmm. police is started as clay, like slave catching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To catch slaves. So it was like the white people who were in power told the poor white people, "You don't, you don't have the same kind of power we got because right. you don't got the right. same kind of money we got." Right. But what we'll do is we'll put you in in a position of authority over them colored people over there. That's and that's mm -hmm. the thing. He speaks to their fear. He speaks to their insecurity. He speaks to to their the the thought that has been already implanted in them that all of their problems, the reason why they're poor white trash is because of all these color people out here. Yeah. He speaks to that. And he and, and, and it resonates with them. And that's why they keep voting against their own best interests. Like, bro, you already got three teeth. You really about to vote against having decent health care? Right. <laughs> you, know, you already got diabetes and you already couldn't get your foot cut off. You really going to vote against decent health care? You right. really going to vote against having access to the internet? You yeah. really going to vote against having clean water? That's what you really yeah, want to do? You'll vote against your best interest. You'll vote, against, colors. Yeah, yeah. You'll vote against your, your like best interest because you feel as though that, you know, people are crossing the border or somebody's getting something that you feel as though that you should have. I'm in the construction field. They don't like the Latin, the Latin yeah, culture. No. But the same ones that don't like them, that work for, for my company, mm -hmm. my family company, mm -hmm. those same foremans who talk that shit, have been telling me over the last year, year and some change, they can't find good workers. As far as electricians, plumbers, you know what I mean? They, I've watched foremans get pissed off because their their white counterparts who are working for them are fucking this job sites up. Whereas you got my guys who you bitch about mm -hmm. are fucking performing, mm -hmm. are working ten hours, That's are funny. like you know what I mean, getting way more done in a day. And if we do have a mistake, it's a it's a it's an issue that can get fixed like that. Because I think what happened with the quote-unquote American dream, <laughs> what happened with the American dream is the American dream became entitlement. Mm. Mm. They've gotten away from work ethic. Mm. They feel like, yeah, I'm a, I should, I should be able to drive a Benz working at Walmart. Right. Like that's that's the mentality because because we've been telling ourselves generation after generation after generation that you're entitled to the American dream. Yeah, you're entitled to what you work for. Right. Period. Now, I'm not one that's quote-unquote for immigration mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm for coming to this country the right way. Mm -hmm. However, what I'm not for is y'all making all these obstacles for you to get here the right way. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm not yeah. for. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the cost of, of an immigration attorney and the waiting list. And you gotta have ten family members that already live here and all yeah. that old crazy stuff. When y'all, when first Came of all, France and Italy and all that. And on top of that, they sent the worst of the worst here. Yeah. Like when they were right, like right when they were sending people to America, yeah. they were sending criminals yeah. and rapists. Yeah, and, and that was who was uh, yeah. Right, and people yeah. that's, that's how who mafia got rolling. Yeah. Right, you know what <laughs> I mean? They were sending sick like one eye Willie and all that, like them. Things that couldn't breathe. You watch The Godfather? Yes. That's how it was right That's in the beginning. Exactly. And he has polio sitting over here. Send him over there. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he, oh, you got a short arm. Or, yeah. you know, when they, <laughs> right. When you couldn't. <laughs> like, when they, like, 
you know, physical defects. Mm-hmm. And when they back, we call it autism now, but back then, you know what I mean? Yeah. When they were just calling people crazy and yeah. putting them in asylum, that's who they were sending to America. So you really, really, you know what I mean? Want to say founding fathers and yeah. all this yeah. other stuff, it but you don't want nobody. It was of your country. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, you're a reject. You're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're the descendant of a reject. Yes. But you don't want nobody else to come here. You're a descendant of a reject and you can't figure out why you, why your life is a mess. Right. Cause you, that's the thing. Like they feel entitled. Like yeah, I should go to work, but I should be, you know, I mean, fit, at minimum fifty thousand a year. I should live in this certain type type of neighborhood. I should drive this certain type of car. Whereas other people who's coming here, are like yeah, whether it's uh, Mexican, whether they're African, whether the they're Indians, Asian or, the Indians, or Indians, Indians or whatever, get right to it. They get right to it. You know what I'm saying? Muslims, I don't watch them build whole mosques by themselves. Yeah. They done got their little permits, paperwork, yeah. went on about their business. Hammer, nail, wood. I ain't seen no drywall. I ain't seen a cement truck, nothing. But yeah. they got a mosque up like a mug. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there'd be 10, 12 of them living in the same crib. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, they'll take they'll take the um the more difficult route in the beginning to get to. Absolutely. You know, and then it's, um like, I see Indian guys. We do uh, hotels for some of them. Mm-hmm. And they pool their resources. Say, say it's 10 of us in this room. It's your <laughs> turn to build a hotel. We all going to put up. Some bread. We don't put up ten to get the hotel, but at the same time, they also know how to flip. Though mm-hmm. they'll come here and they'll work a minimum wage job because they already know I can take this hundred dollars, send it back to my community, and that a hundred a hundred to us is like ten to them. Right. And now easily they got a thousand dollars to buy resources and everything else. Now they done saved up enough money to send cousin so and so over here. Okay. Yeah. 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 So now I'm making minimum wage. Cousin so and so making minimum wage. We keep sending, like, we living in a room. Buy, yeah. They're not buying, but we, they not, yeah. they not overdosing on Disney Plus and Netflix yeah. and they Hulu. Shit about yeah. They don't have, they, they not on none of that. Right. They not trying to flex. They just want their food. Right. They want to be able to cook their they rice they want, and tikka masala and and, 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 and pray five times yeah. a day, mind their business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Chickpeas, what I was going to say. Yeah, like, yeah. they're only basic. The, their lifestyle is very, very basic. So if they bring it home 100, they're going to keep 10. They send in 90 back. That 90, they turn back home. They turn into 900. And they just keep saving until so-and-so and so-and-so can come back over here. And that's and that's what they're doing. And it's like, we don't have that luxury. We don't have that liberty. Yeah, so we here. have to pull our re- we have to pull our American dollars the right. best way that we can. Right, right. And so we have to support black-owned businesses. We have to elect politicians who are not going to lose sight of the vision when they start to get success. When they start to get, you know, I mean, certain laws and bills and legislation passed, like we have to, you know, like we gotta keep, we gotta hold their feet to the fire and be like, look, bro, don't forget where you came from, and we gotta kick it to them like that. Yeah. I think it's like if we talk way too soft on a lot of like hard issues, I think we're, I don't think we're serious enough. Like I, I tell people all the time, I love the Lord, but I got hood tendencies and gangster undertones. Like you can get this, right? You know what I mean? Because I think <laughs> because because it's to the point where that's what it's. In, in my soul, takes. not just that's what it takes, but in my heart of heart, in my soul, I feel like we are on the edge of civil war. Okay. Yeah. You the second person I heard say that this week. I, well, feel, I, I feel it. I feel I feel that Trump, thing. Trump gave some of, some of the white folks who were probably closet racist or whatever you want to call it, he gave them really? this boost of confidence. Yeah, that like, yeah. they were, well, we, I, I told you this on this show where I've had a, a, a guy tell um, my dad, my brother, and I, and we have all these different shades. We're, we're mixed or whatever mm-hmm. uh, with, with Latino and black and Native mm-hmm. American. But anyway, he said to us, like, I ain't got a problem with you guys. It's your Mexicans I can't stand. 
So you say that in public. In what public. do you think about blacks in the, in the in the background, or what do you say with you wasn't talking to us? You know what I mean? Like, and we've been we've been socially conditioned to laugh at stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then when we don't check them, when we don't check them, that's another up, green yeah, light. Why they want to fuck the money up by? You know what? Not only, not only that, we have way too much to lose. We don't want to mm-hmm. fuck up the money. You can't fuck up the church's money. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Right. We don't want to mess up the money. And nobody wants to put their liberty in their life on the line. For, for something choice. for something that somebody just said. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm going to let that slide for now, but trust yeah. and believe me, my aim is on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So you come knocking on my door with that, it's definitely going to be a problem. I'll leave body piled up on the porch so y'all know this is not where y'all want to come with, right. with that craziness. Right, right. But I really... In my heart of heart, I really feel like we we are on the cusp of mm-hmm. civil war. So my question, um, even with sometimes I, I that might be necessary. Oh yeah, it is necessary. It, it's kind of do for one second. Let me just no, no, it's something that, when I say about that, it's something, it needs to be torn down. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. built on it's built on, on the blacks being three fifths yeah, of a man yeah, still. Yeah, so. Not just that, but it's just like if you know, because we're from this this area, so mm-hmm. you know, you know, you ever drive through Lancaster, and I'll never mm-hmm. forget the one time I actually seen a whole field on fire. Like I seen it really? in a movie before, but I had never seen it in person. Yeah, okay. And then one, uh, you know, me one night I'm I'm driving through, um, and I actually seen a field on fire. And I remember, you know, what I mean, learning and, and being told that, you know, what I mean, like it's certain times where you got to scorch the earth and basically start all over mm-hmm. again. I could see that. We, to a certain degree, we need that. Because yeah. they're not taking any accountability for mass incarceration. They're not taking any accountability right. for the drug trade. They're not taking any accountability for the uh, preschool to prison pipeline. They're not taking any accountability for how black men are treated in this country. Right. Because now, this is another thing, and I know sisters is not trying to hear it. Right. I understand, like, right now, you look on social media and whatnot, and, you know, black women is killing it, killing right. it, killing it, killing it. Yeah, we said that a lot last year. And it's yeah. cool. And yeah. it, I don't have a problem with it because clearly I'm a woman, you know what I mean? But I know when it comes down to the come down and it comes down to this civil war, like, I need my black men. I need somebody that's going to be out here, like, on these front lines to make, sure I'm safe. Yeah. to make sure that I'm safe. So I can't put myself in a position where I know logically that these white men are giving black women all of these opportunities to mm-hmm. spite y'all. Mm-hmm. I know that. Right. I see it. For me, it's blatant and it's very, very okay. obvious. Okay. It, it, it's very, very mm-hmm. obvious. You know what I mean? Like, five years ago, ten years ago, HBO wasn't handing out contracts to people like Issa Rae. This chick got, started, this chick got started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. HBO wasn't doing that. You know what Same I'm saying? Same thing with Lena Waithe on uh, Showtime. They weren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like... And she's a lesbian. And she's a lesbian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's this trend of we don't got to deal with black men because we can placate black women. And I'm not saying that we should not honor, we should not celebrate the successes right, right. of our black women. What I'm saying is while we're celebrating, we also have to be sure that we bring our black men who support us with us. Is, trust and believe me. Just like there's a lot of females out here that ain't shit. There's a lot of black men out here that ain't shit. Yeah. But for those who are holding down for their families, go to work every day, provide, you know what I mean, providing, protecting, praying, those men, like, we can't disregard them. We we just can't. 
but that's where the, that's where this world system is taking us. Okay. And what they're what they're really doing is they're tearing down our defenses before the war starts. Okay. Because they already know <laughs> we can't defend ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can defend myself to a certain degree, but I, I can't defend myself like my man can defend me. Right. So, let me ask you something, because the whole burn the system down theory and thoughts it, it seems like the most logical reason because. You ever look at everything and feel like overwhelmed because yeah, we got to fix the system, mm -hmm. but then you almost have to go back and fix the people uh, uh, mentally, right. emotionally. Yeah, like right. you know what I mean. So you got to start from from scratch, literally. Like absolutely, and that's what burning down the system would do. Yeah, it yeah. would allow us to. It would allow us to start from scratch. The reason why we scared to burn the system down is because you scared you're gonna lose your creature comforts. Mm. If I burn the system down, I can't get on Snapchat. <laughs> if I burn the system down, I'm not going to have a Lexus, or I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be able to go to Miami, or I'm not going to be able to go. Because a lot That's of, what it is. A lot of inner city folks are don't know how to hunt fish and, and, and have gardens, too. So it's right. like you're giving up that, they don't, too. Nobody wants to give up their creature comforts. Okay. And nobody wants to be, nobody wants to, to sacrifice. Nobody wants to be the one to die. You know what I'm saying? If, if we go into the Civil War, nine times out of ten, because I can't hunt fish, I can't do nothing. You ever seen that movie, um, The Reverend? So I, really, just, I just, I just watched that. Survival wouldn't kick in. You think some people? No. Have it? Yeah. You see these lace fronts running around here? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <But> see, <laughs> I, I was been thinking it was something see, that would kick in. You like, see these skinny jeans running around yeah, here? But yeah. some people don't even know how to use a a fishing rod. How they gonna make something out of something else? You know what I mean, like. Like I don't know how to hunt and fish, and, I, and like as the years go by, I'm 32, about to be 33. The years goes on, I'm like, you better learn how to do some of this shit, because if this shit hits the fan, right. how you want to protect your wife and kids? Right, absolutely. But then you got, then I, and then the thing about it is, as messed up is, and it's not everybody, but we got some some guys in the in the, in the inner city who have that uncle or that homie who knows how to do that stuff, and we think he's weird. Right, absolutely. But he's a country boy. He's, like, no, that's the guy we need. Like, no, he's gonna he's, lead us. Like. He's either he's either no seriously, he's, he's either a country boy or he's the neighborhood crackhead. Yeah, he's the he's the. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's a crackhead because he out here fixing cars. Right, he's surviving. <laughs> like, he's, right. he's surviving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, right. that's mm. that's why. We need him. He's going. Because I got an uncle that like he's been going <laughs> hunting for you, just like one of my dad's best friends. But see, this is what you do. I ain't going hunt with you. Yeah, like, you. Yeah, you. Wanna, I need to. What right. Yeah, we we need to learn these things, but you gotta put your team together. Right. Like in my mind, I know if it go down, I know who my top five are. You know what I'm saying? I know my sister's clearly on my team because she's a nurse. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, my god brother, he's definitely on my team because he he collects guns like. I got a god brother like that. He got a stockpile. Yeah, right. He's been collecting for years. Like, yeah, collecting he, for years. He got a stockpile. And building them up and right. buying ammo. <laughs> um, I got one one of my brothers. I got a couple brothers, but one is definitely on the team mm -hmm. because he got that carpentry skill. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? My son's on my team just by genetics because he's mine. Yeah, you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He's cuffed. By default. He's, <laughs> he's cuffed, you know what I'm saying, by default. And then um, probably my dad, you know, because he has a leadership yeah. type. You know, he has a leadership yeah, quality. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He'd be the one that when we start panicking, he going to come out with the, with the you know, the, the, the coach mm -hmm. motivating mm -hmm. speech. Right, right. right. Like now nah, we can pull together and get this yep. fish. Nah. Yeah, like you yeah. know what I'm saying? He's got that. But that would that would be my team. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I can't do it. Like I said, I don't know CPR. I don't, I don't give 
That's why I remember that. Jeremiah, That's my like son just got trained for that two weeks ago. When I was watching The Walking Dead, I was like, besides, if you remove the zombies, that's it. If you remove the zombies, that's where you would want to start because. The system's tore down. Absolutely. There's no one. There's no one in charge. Your status of being means nothing. And if I was on The Walking Dead, I'm the dude walking around with the bat with the chain on it. Yeah. Cause that's where my. Cause that I'm the survivor. I'm not Rick. I'm right. not out here trying to save people. Right. Or none of that. You get down or lay down. Right. Pick a struggle. Yeah. We gonna fight. That right. that's it. Cause we have yeah. limited resources. Right. We have yes. Lim- right. You know what I'm saying? Limited so knowledge. Limited everything. So it's like you either come get on this squad. Or I'm taking you out. Mm-hmm. That's where my mind is. Right. But it's like when it comes down to like when is this civil war thing happening? Am I acquiring the skills like how to plant, how to you know grow, yeah, how yeah. to you know what I'm saying, how to shoot, how to bow and arrow, like all that, all them type of survival skills. Like yeah, my team's already together in my right. mind already. Right. Team, mm-hmm. you gotta build your team up. But I think that's what it's gonna come to, because we don't. I, my blog is probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my so life. So do so do you think ever? ever. Because it is so hard. To get people to buy black, it is hard. So, almost to the point where it's every day I'm wondering, like, why do I do this? Do you think they will risk their money to let it get to that? I think they're already doing it though. Like they're already planning it. That's why I keep making these these viruses and stuff. They could have fixed Flint. I think they could have fixed that water crisis. they, they created they it. Fixed it. Yeah, they could have fixed it. Yes, you can fix it when the problem was like a dollar twenty-five. Like that was this. That was like the the difference between the P, PVC pipes okay. or whatever. In the old ass. In the old pipes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I'm saying you were saving like a dollar twenty-five per pipe. Like that's uh, bro. You out here giving people legionnaires disease for a dollar twenty-five per pipe? Really? He ain't going to jail. But everybody else that was part of his administration went. And there's a couple other areas in the in the U.S. that have that issue. They're just not being uh, televised or... Especially down south, Midwest. Like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a couple other places. I've seen, like, Louisiana. I've seen um, uh, somewhere out in Missouri, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other places. But, yeah, like, they created a problem. Clearly, they can fix the problem. And do I think that they'll risk everything for that? Absolutely. That's why they... Trying to auto- That's why they're trying to automate everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, these people are going to rise up eventually. So we have to starve them. Mm-hmm. We have to poison their food. We, yeah, have to take food away- yeah. we have to take away their job supply. Like, we have to starve these people to death. And then create infighting. Okay. Where they're not blaming us at the top. Right. All of them at the bottom is fighting population each other. Population control. It's population control. It's all of that. I mean, the same reason why... They are real, real slow to let certain countries into the global into the global market. Okay. You know what I'm saying? With tariffs and trade agreements and all this. Oh, because we gotta starve them. Right. You know what I mean? Like the com- the countries that we can't beat physically, like we can't beat on a militaristic right. strength. Right. Yeah, tip. Yeah, I, there's some there's right. countries out there. We have the reasons why they got rid of Gaddafi. We have to starve them. Yes, we have to starve them. Okay. That's the money. Like, they're already doing yeah, it. their leaders wear suits and march in the army with, and get their hands dirty. So right. you know them people are powerhouses. So exactly. Yeah, we get them that way. And they're not afraid to die mm-hmm. for what they believe in. Like, they blow themselves up. Mm-hmm. All that. They're not afraid to die. We, most black women don't work out because they don't get their hair messed up. Right. Who, we not finna die? For, we not finna right. die for this? Right. Which, to me, I'm not going to say sounds crazy. But I question that because we built this. Why not die for it? 
Do some of them know that they built it? I think some people don't know the history. Yeah, there's a there's a gap. Like I'm 32, so. With as much knowledge as I have, and still feel like I don't know as right. as much as I should, right. it's hard for me to. But it's really hard for me to believe that there's people who don't know. But you, know, I mean, I don't know, anything's possible. Twenty six and younger, twenty five and younger. But I you don't know what that is. Now, see, when you start talking about, I'm talking about people our age, right? Mm-hmm. right? Who don't know. But when you start talking about people like young people, oh yeah, they know. They don't know. Right. They don't and know. some of it the school's fault. Like these kids don't get books. I get pissed know. that there's. They don't know. They really don't. I mean, me. I have a cousin that's a millennial. Like we on the cusp of being right. millennials. Like we in between. Right. But I have a cousin who's a true millennial, and I tell him all the time, I hate millennials. They are such little assholes. My son, my thirteen year old. They are such little assholes. I got some shit to teach you, man. Because they really, because they really, um, they are the receivers of all of the sacrifice. And they're so far removed from the struggle because when we was kids and we was coming up, the thing was our parents didn't want us to struggle like they struggled, right. so they gave us everything. You know what I'm saying? Even though I grew up, quote-unquote, middle class. However, yeah, yeah. however, it was like seven, eight kids in a house. So that easily puts you in poverty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, regardless of what kind of job my mom and my dad had and the kind of money that they made yeah, as a gang of kids, because I, I came from a blended family. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So my mom came in with kids. My dad came Brady in. Brady Bunch situation. It was a Brady Bunch type situation. Then my mom and dad got divorced, and then my dad, you know what I'm saying, he married somebody else, and she had kids. Oh, shit. And we all grew up together. And still, to this day, we don't refer to each other as, like, step no, brother yeah, or sister. Don't do yeah, we don't do that. That's something they gave. That, that's, that came from them. Yeah, that's, I always say I don't that. know. Yeah, yeah that we don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are brothers and sisters, yeah, period. period. You know yeah, what I mean? Still, yeah. to this day, we grown, got yeah, kids of our own, yeah, all of that. Yeah. So, but, you know, when we were coming up, you know what I mean, with so many of us in the house, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's easily, like, a poverty-type, you know what I mean, situation. Right. But they still, like, we still had... Sega Genesis. Yep. We had GameCube. We had yep. Nintendo, Nintendo Power Pad. We had Atari. We had it. We had right. all that. We still went to King's Dominion or Great yep. Adventures every summer. Right. Like, we still had things. You right. know what I'm saying? But now, these kids now, I don't I don't understand the logic of a parent giving a, a six-year-old an iPhone. I don't understand. I don't understand. My, my kid today, 17, his cell phone is with me because I pay for it. It's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like he had, I bought it for him for Christmas, and that was his first cell phone. He didn't get a cell phone until just this December. I didn't get one until my senior year of high school. I graduated in '05. Like, <laughs> like for real. My son, 13. He had. A, I, my, granted, I got with his mom when he was nine, so there's certain things I couldn't. Couldn't do by yourself. Yeah. I can't he, really he say, can't too, say much. too much. Yeah, but I, I still get that. like, bro, you got a like, I'm you got an iPhone. If it was up to me, my kid would have a flip phone. Yeah. Like you need to start. In the dark ages, right. before you, you know, what I mean, yeah. like, you need to, that's how. But yeah. these be kids, a kid, be a be, heaven kid, be a go kid. out, go outside. Like we got him a bike. Well, his grandparents got him a bike, whatever. Yeah, be a kid. We used to be out on our bikes all fucking day, all the time. He got, he gets on his bike. He goes like two laps around the block, and he's home already. I'm like, nah. bro, what are you? What are you doing back? Nah, <laughs> you could pay was, me to come back. When I was a kid, <laughs> Let's it leave was a glass of water. go outside and stay outside. Yeah. You couldn't even come back in the crib unless you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, unless it was dinner time or something. like. And wherever you ventured off to, you had to be back before the streetlights yeah, and all that. Yeah. But these kids, they're, they're so far removed from, they're so far removed from the struggle. And they claim everything as theirs. Like, yeah, we got iPhones and we got Snapchat and we got this and we got that. And it's just like. I do, because. 
this yeah. bill is kicking yeah, my ass. Yeah, because like, they'll be like, like, oh, you didn't, this but is, you, yeah, you're, yeah. you're reaping the benefits. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't create, your generation hasn't created yeah, yeah, anything. anything. Yeah. You haven't created uh, oh, any, yeah. nothing. They never like, had to get on AIM. Yeah. <laughs> no, they never had dialogue. Yeah. Right. You ain't yeah. had a little right. man, the AOL yeah, you man. Had to wait. And, then, and if your mom or dad had to get on the phone, you had to get the house off the internet. They don't know the show. Well, my dad would get pissed if he's missing a business call because oh. we was on the damn internet. On the internet. Yeah, that forced him to get a cell phone. Like. Yeah. And then my dad had the cell phone that was in the Bible case. Right. Yes, he was it. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Like, they're, they're so far removed. They are so far removed mm -hmm. from that, but they feel like they have a sort of sense of entitlement. You know yeah. what I mean? And to the, to the degree where the sacrifices that were made, they don't feel an impact. Oh, like, one, 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 like one, one more thing. One more thing. Remember if you missed the show, that was it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you burnt. If you if you wasn't watching the Cosmies at eight o'clock on Thursday, it was a wrap. You burnt. You're done. You had to listen to your friends talk about it on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Can you then, didn't see the reruns to the summertime? Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Or yeah. or like yeah. Years later. Yeah, years later. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. But they had the the millennials have created nothing. You know what I'm saying? They've been able to create things from what we've already established. Yeah. But they haven't created, they haven't contributed anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, my little cousin was on TikTok. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. What are y'all doing? Like, y'all watch other people dance and then you mimic them dancing. What? What is that? Why? Hey, kids watch kids play with toys. Like, do you want that toy? I'll get it for you. Like, why are you watching this? It's weird. It's, it's as I'm so far, like, I'm removed from them. They're removed from the struggle. Like, to this day, if I watch, like, uh, MLK speech, or a uh, 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 Malcolm X speech or a Maya Angelou speech, like I feel something. Right. Like I like I feel yeah, something. You know what I'm saying? They don't. Yeah, they're just damn. Y'all get chills. Yeah, or I, 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 I get inspiration. Yeah. Like yeah. I still feel something, mm -hmm. and I'm not and I'm not an inspirational, motivational type person. Mm -hmm. Like for me. My motivation for getting out of the bed and doing what I do every day is I got a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, likes things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he likes things. He likes YouTube. He likes to eat he good. Got college coming up, so now he got college coming next up. Hustle to, to 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 do all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my motivation for getting out the bed. Yeah. So when I listen to like speeches and and that kind, of, that doesn't really move me too much. But there there's a change. Like when I it's for me, it's not even necessarily the speech per se. Is the fact that all this man or this woman was doing was speaking their mind from their heart for you, for you. Yeah. Like they didn't rob banks, they didn't mm -hmm. kill people. You know what I'm saying? But they were so much of a threat. You know what I'm saying? That their mind, because because they had the ability to to take and galvanize marginalized people. Okay. Organize. They know how Q to organize. We're coming up on time. Yep. Uh, so sure. tell people where to find your blog, where to find you. Oh, definitely do that. Um, if you are <laughs> do that, sure, do that. No, for sure. If you um are definitely are looking for more black-owned businesses to support, definitely come through to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/c/minorityreporttvshow. I interview entrepreneurs and I review products as well. So if you see a black-owned product and you're like, uh, I don't know if that's legit or not. Hit me up. I'll review it. Give you my honest opinion. Um, you can also follow me on. Um, well, I should go to my website, and my links for everything are there. My website is minorityreportertvshow.com, gotcha. and my links for Instagram, for Twitter, for YouTube, for Facebook, all of that is right there. You can follow me. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. I even send you coupons. 
Yeah, I'm the plug on that too. <laughs> I'm the plug on that too. Thank for you for sure. starting February off when January kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, January was rough. I cried. From starting to finish, I, well, I still got to cry. Just not, lingering back there. I, I didn't, didn't get mine out yet. It's lingering. I know. I feel like I'm gonna break down one of these days. Like it's coming. <laughs> nah, nah. I and I wasn't even like a, a Kobe fan. I was always an Allen Iverson fan. Mm-hmm. But when when I heard that he and his daughter and everybody else had died, like my first thing that the first thing that came to my mind was then we really lost like a hero you know what i'm saying not to say that he was a perfect man or anything like that but our kids need to see how you transition it's over. yeah yeah it's over um but no they do they need to see how they how we transition how we transition from you know what i mean 